0: Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are looking at week five, the matchups that, uh, that will happen, review the matchups that were from week four, taking care of some bets, and seeing where we are at now that we're a quarter way through the season. But before we do that, I just want to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by shirtoutlets.com, uh, where you can get all your sports merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees, shoes, flags, and even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast and drop us an email at, at gmail.com. and we will hook you up with a 5% discount on your order, not to mention free shipping globally and a free jersey, possibly. Uh, these things are all awesome and amazing these guys are legit i love working with them now on with the show it is wednesday night october 4th andrew how are you doing
1: not doing too bad a little bit of a still hangover from the trip but
0: uh yeah you uh you've been struggling this week battling something
1: a little bit of a head cold
0: okay well I, i hope you're on the mint. And yes. you get better. It is It is our Canadian Thanksgiving coming up this weekend. We we do our Harvest Festival early because, in reality, the snow is right around the corner.
1: Don't say that. It's supposed to be, like, 20 degrees this weekend. So.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. It's going to be beautiful this weekend. It's going to be fantastic for uh, this weekend. Are you guys um, uh,
1: heading out of town or anything?
0: No, no. Uh, my, uh, my Thanksgiving with my sisters and my dad was killed um, brutally this week when... Um, my brother-in-laws both got called to work, ah. So, uh, so the uh, my sisters will not be traveling to come up to come see me, unfortunately. Uh, so instead, what I'm going to do is do some football uh, watching with my dad, uh, drink some beers on the on the Sunday, possibly the Monday night, more than likely. Um, and then Sunday, we see my my wife's family. So,
1: oh, there you yeah, go. that's What awesome. you? Uh, you know what? Uh heading over to the brother-in-laws, um, Sunday. For, for dinner. Yep. Um, other than that, I think we're just relaxing this weekend.
0: Cool. Because it is Thanksgiving and I will be visiting family on the Sunday, I might actually get a chance to watch more football than I would normally get to do at home.
1: <laughs> yes, because it'll be on in the background.
0: Yeah, it'll be on in the background. The kids will be running around playing with each other. My wife will be distracted with with her sister and the, the other uh, other cousins and whatnot. She's going to get a chance to visit. My her one cousin got married last weekend. So there's going to be lots to visit and talk about and reminisce. And I'll just grab a beer and a small plate of food and go sit off to the side and watch some football with one of the other uh, uh, siblings of, oh, let's see. Uh, so there's cousin David. Uh, there's uncle, uncle Ron. I think those are the guys I'll probably end up watching football with. Um, yeah. Be
1: good. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky as well that the, the brother-in-law likes football. He's a Seattle fan for some reason. Oh, okay. The father-in-law l- likes football. He's a Patriots fan for some reason. Okay. Um, well, just Boston. Anything Boston is is his Oh, thing. he's
0: a Boston guy. That's right. Yeah. Good
1: old Pat loving his Boston. That's right. That's right. So okay. football will be on in the background.
0: Cool. Well, I did mention it earlier. We are a quarter way through the season. So uh, two things I wanted to do. I wanted to have a quick conversation about how do you feel about being a quarter way through the season? And I'm not just talking about uh, here in poor man. I'm talking about wherever you guys are listening to at home, how you're doing in your season and uh, Andrew, how are you doing in your leagues? And I'm going to preface that I have come to adopt the, the mantra that every four weeks I want to reevaluate my team situation because like many things if you can do something in short spurts it becomes easier to do it over the long haul so if you break the season down into four four chunks that's essentially four games now that they've added the, the fifth there's one week with five but let's just say we're at the quarter quarterway point how you doing are you are you panicking because in reality in my mind the first quarter, the first quarter of the game, you can be down 0-4. and 4, And you still have a shot at making the playoffs. You still have a chance to to make some changes, some moves, and, and try and get yourself back into it. It becomes progressively harder as you progress through each quarter, but here we are. So now that I've said that, what do you think and how are you feeling about your teams so far?
1: You know what? I'm... Uh... Especially a poor man. I'm sitting at 500. Um, last weekend's loss was 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 a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, Kelsey Digiann. Well, Tyreek yeah. digian Yeah. Everybody had a slow week, and Gabriel yeah. had a pretty good week. I think it was Gabriel.
0: No, you didn't face Gabriel.
1: Uh, who did I, I'm gonna go back to week four here or uh, it was somebody that I should have beat Bryce. I should have beat Bryce because I was the favorite going you into like, favorite. I think I was the favorite even going into like Sunday night. Yeah. No. But it was, it was a
0: split decision um, from, from the other league mates guessing.
1: Yes. Yes. True. Um, that, that one was a little bit of a, heart, of a heartbreaker. Uh, my other three leagues, um, you know, no fun. I'm uh, like I'm zero and four in that one. I'm not. I don't have any hope in. I don't think I have any hope in that league. Um, simple man. Oh, you I were drank-
0: you re, you're rebuilding in no fun, right? Like yes, you I essentially you, tank, yeah. you, you tanked. You're building up from the ground up. Um, so yeah, you're uh you're coming back. Yeah. So I wouldn't be
1: too worried about no fun. Crazy, crazy man. Crazy at simple man. I'm doing not too bad. Yeah, you're up and down. I'm up and down in both of those. And it was crazy, man, that two years ago, uh, Donia and I split the championship. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good about those two leagues. Um, So I, of the three, of the four leagues, even in poor man, I I think I'm still okay. Uh, It was a rough loss last week, but I think I can bounce back from that. Um, I still got a good solid team, so. And yourself, okay. how, are you, how are you feeling in yours?
0: Uh, good. I'm feeling good uh, in in all of my leagues. Uh, I'm surprised at how well I'm doing in poor men, to be honest with you. We'll yeah, talk you're about that. Number one. one this week. Um, yeah, we'll to talk. It. <laughs> yeah, no, Don't jinx it. Knock on wood. Uh, we'll talk about it in a second. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm still alive in uh, the, the gu- Guillotine League. I'm alive in the Reaper League. Um and I'm doing well. I'm competing in all but two leagues. Two leagues I've essentially done the tr- like down down to the bare bones studs and I'm building it back up. And I'm very excited because I'm watching those teams that I, I got the picks from to see to see where, where they're going. Right. And so far in one league, I have the, the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth first overall picks.
1: You have the first five this- picks.
0: I, yeah if if the season ended today based upon the rankings and the wow. best part is is i'm pick number 5 wow yeah so the other guys are doing worse than i am and it's it's kind of heartbreaking because they're te- when you look at that the teams were not bad and what they they bought they they bought to win right they didn't buy to to lose so i'm very excited to see what picks i end up with in that league so but overall i'm positive uh, things are trending in the right direction. I feel like some of the moves I made in the off season are starting to pay off. Cause I took some gambles because I had a couple teams that like were middle of the pack, but it didn't have a lot of assets to move. So I, I kind of split my, my big guys into some smaller high, like high risk guys. So I'm, I'm riding on uh, Devon HN. um, uh, Kyron Williams, Nico Collins. I can't believe like he was an easy pickup just about everywhere last year, yeah. and now he's actually paying off. So I'm, I'm feeling good.
1: No, that's uh, that that's positive to hear. Like it's, you know, it, if if you're when you're in multiple leagues, and if you're not at least fifty percent in the winning, it becomes mm-hmm. a little bit tougher to continue to participate throughout the year, if you know, like, mm-hmm. like for, for example, my four leagues. Yep. If I was in the, the bottom two or three in all four of them it'd be really tough to
0: grind it out. To, yeah.
1: To, to stay positive with it. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I get that. Um, we've been doing this long enough and every year we learn something new. Oh yeah. I have learned one of the, uh, one of the things that I have come to appreciate now is with the, the number of leagues that I'm in, and that total is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. But three of those, so 10 real leagues, and three of them are best ball. So I'm like, it's just like set it and forget it. Yeah. So you're not really like doing anything, right? Um, I've come to, to learn and appreciate that as you increase the number of leagues you're in, you mitigate the emotional roller coaster. Because some leagues will be high.
1: Yeah. yeah. Some
0: leagues you'll be low. And some leagues you'll be yeah. right in the middle because the law of averages will play itself out. Yeah. And why it does that is because I have stopped subscribing to the same draft picks every year. I I was managing all my teams the same way. And by doing so, I was getting the same results in every league.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. If so a now guy, I've had if a guy, if a
1: guy I, went, went went crazy, crazy for you. For you. Yeah. yeah. Then you're doing really well in all your leagues. If a guy crapped out.
0: He zeroed out, right? Like he didn't get a single target. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, great. You know what? That hurts me in every league because I invested in it. So what I've done is I've diversified my portfolio, if you will. We talk about owning shares of players. So now I have taken that same mantra from my investment side of things and diversifying and applied it here on the recommendation of other great gurus. So I don't end up with too many shares of the same people in, in so many leagues. Yeah.
1: And for Ooh. those that are that are in multiple leagues and um, that do this for the, the, the joy of winning... Uh, those that those that do well tend to not. Uh, they'll have their favorite team, but they're not going to ball out on that team. Like you'd look at Donnie, for example. He'll yeah. have a ram or two here and there, but he's right. not going after their whole offense.
0: No, nope. He doesn't fall into the homerism category. Exactly. Except exactly. when it comes to Puka Nakua.
1: Well, but that kid is that kid is having a great year.
0: And he predicted it well in advance. He yeah. drafted that guy in the fourth and fifth round in just about every league. You've got him in one. I've got him in one. But everywhere else I look, it's like, who owns him? Donnie. And because the kid's hot and he's a Ram, like you're not getting him away from Donnie.
1: But and, and you know, I'm kind of the same way, like with Travis Kelsey, I've got him in, in two of my four, right? Yeah. Um, but he's their best offensive weapon.
0: Not just that team's best; he's the league's best tight yeah. end. He's so having him in multiple, athlete.
1: having him in multiple, isn't me being a homer because I like the Chiefs. It's just a smart grab.
0: Yeah, that's you're not you're not wrong in holding uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of what I wanted to bring up too is our league standings, right? So we're gonna give a quick update to the folks at home. Uh, of how our 10-team dynasty half-point PPR league is currently shaped up. Because last year, if anybody remembers, things were tight. They were close. Like, we had, out of of the 10 teams, two teams at the playoff deadline were not going to make the playoffs. But the other eight, and we only take four going into the playoffs, the other eight were all on the cusp, right? We could have had a one through eight shift. It was pretty impressive uh, how tight things were. So how are things shaping up? Now, granted it is the first quarter and nothing's written in stone, but it is, it is a bit predictive,
1: but it's still tight.
0: It is. Um, So sitting up uh, number one right now is slick. Slick is sitting at the top with three and one. I'm surprised. I'm currently ranked second based upon points for and against uh, with at three and one. Chervin is sitting at three and one. And then Bryce rounds out the, the top four at three and one. So if playoffs were to start today, it'd be slick. Myself, Chervin, and Bryce. Okay? Coming in in the next group, uh, there's our reigning champion, Marvin, a.k.a. Ice and Metal. He's sitting at two and two. There's yourself, Andrew, here at number six, at two and two. There's Donnie climbing up out of the dredges, sitting at two and two. Juan's little sweeper. He's sitting there. And then uh, we've got number eight, Juan, two, three, at one and three. Multi Beast, a.k.a. Josh, at one and three. And then we got Gabriel... Slumming it down at the very bottom at 0-4, which I did find surprising because his team was, like his team's not bad, but it seems like he goes up against guys that are yeah, yeah, shooting up that game. week.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah, uh, he's think... just off to a slow rough start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the one that surprises one me is that our returning champ is on the outside looking in right now.
0: Yeah, knowing knowing the, the depth he has at his wide receiver position uh is is mind boggling. It's the running game that has really, really shortened up for him because he lost Jonathan Taylor, he lost um he lost Nick Chubb, uh like like or whoever he like, like but he he is missing out and it's his running game that has really fallen short. Now granted he's had a couple like bad weeks where he's gone up against some big guys, yeah. big teams. Um but yeah, sitting at two and two. Let's see how the next quarter goes.
1: Yeah. We get, to we get halfway to the halfway pole. And uh, yeah, it'll be, you're right. It, it should be, maybe we'll see some separation or maybe we'll see tighten up even more.
0: Yeah, we, we could. Um, I know I went against a couple of, um, like I, I faced Josh, Gabriel and Juan and Donnie in my first four weeks. So, and they're sitting yeah, there at the, the bottom
1: of bottom feeders.
0: Yeah. So, I, I had a bit of a, a an easier run path to success, if you will. Um, I don't know what everyone else's um, challenges have been like up to this point. So, that for me, the next four weeks will be really telling if my team is able to to hang with it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, are you uh, are you surprised
1: at anything else going on? Just the, uh, and you know what? You go through it every year, but just some of the injuries and and then some of the rookies that have really, uh, have really. Those that
0: have shown and those yeah. that have, like, what happened to you? You were supposed yeah. you're like, we put you on a pedestal.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, you look at uh, A-Chain. Yeah. Um, you know, him being the backup running back there, but he's outperforming mm-hmm. the the starter.
0: Yeah. Um, that was going to happen. Rimo is nearly 30 years old. He's yes. not going to be able to like to carry it forever.
1: Yes. Um, another one that's, that's uh, Puka uh, Nakua. Uh, yeah. He was a late round draft he's a, pick. He's surprised a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. but then you get guys like, and I know he's not a hundred percent, but Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know what? I, I and again, you, you mentioned it off the air. You know, you put the blame on him. I put mm-hmm. the blame on the team as well. Like, they should have recognized he's not 100%. Yeah. Let him sit the first two or three games and heal instead of Rehabilitate, him. Rehabilitate, throw his, somebody else. Yeah. His offensive line is dismal this year. He doesn't have enough time to get the ball out. More than and he can't scramble because he can't move. Exactly. Exactly. The other part of it is you've got a top seven running back in your backfield. Okay. Why isn't he touching the ball 35 times a game? To is alleviate some of the pressure. Line, is your offensive line really that bad that they can't make a hole for him? And they can't block to save Burrow's life. So is your offensive line really that dismal this year that, and and this is coming from a guy who's been a Lifer fan. Right. I just, I I blame there's, it's not just on Burrow, but because. Right. Yeah. I I don't put the entire
0: blame on him, but because he's injured, it's, it's a, Hey, look, like the team hasn't done anything to accommodate your, your limitations right now.
1: And now you look at at, uh, an injury to T Higgins. Yes. Now, was this was this because of the burrow injury a crappy throw and I didn't see the Higgins injury okay so I don't know I don't know what happened because the game wasn't televised in our area So um, was it a crappy throw that put Higgins in a awkward position that maybe he took a bad hit or maybe that he had to stretch or I, I again, I don't know what the injury is and I just heard he's gonna be out for a few weeks. Okay, T.
0: Higgins and Irv Smith injury updates from
1: Zach Taylor nine hours ago. Let's see
0: what happens. Just pull this up here. And uh, the Bengals are hitting the practice field soon. Uh, During Wednesday's practice, head coach Zach Taylor gave a brief update on Higgins, who was dealing with a rib fracture sustained in the team's week four loss to the Titans. Uh, Higgins will not practice and consider day-to-day. Whiteout previously said he hopes to play this week and if not return week six against the Seahawks. I'm going to say BS he's going to be out a couple weeks. weeks. I've tried playing uh, men's soccer with cracked ribs and it's not fun. Like, and you can't tape it up. Cause the moment you tape it up, you can't breathe and like, and the pain becomes Just almost unbearable. Worse, yeah. And you take a hit or you, you fall like, yeah, it's yeah. So I'm not so, optimistic.
1: No, but, and, and again, not knowing how he, you know, did he, how he was sustained the, it? The, was it a pass over his head that he went, went up and he got nailed in the back? You know, did he have to go up for a ball? His legs got taken out from underneath him and he landed on his back. You know, how it happened, who knows. But could it could it have been because of Burrow?
0: Not bad pass, pass. Bad, bad yeah. pass,
1: right? Something that might not have happened in the past. Um, you know, and then you've got somebody like Jamar Chase. Who's well off the pace of what his normal targets are and what his yardage is, all because of it. And then you got guys like who were supposed to have a comeback year, like a Chase Claypool, who the team sent home because he's questioning the offense. Like he didn't even travel with the team to Buffalo. Right, because they've
0: also put him on the trade block saying that they want a wet bag for the guy.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, so there's lots of little surprises like that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, a shoulder injury just out hey, of blue. Nice. Oh, okay. What was that? Oh, that
0: was me pulling up the, a video clip uh, oh. of the T. Higgins injury, except oh. um, he's not showing it. He's just talking about it.
1: Oh, I see. Um, yeah. You know, so things like that, like a Deshaun Watson out of, out of nowhere, um, before the season even started the Jonathan Taylor stuff. Um, you know, so th- those are some of the, 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 takeaways I've had the first quarter. I, what about yourself?
0: Um, well, I guess if we, if we let's, let's hop on down to uh, the, the football news section. I just happen to be a big fan of this particular sound clip so we'll just, we'll just end that there. yeah so i i am surprised at uh teams that are successful and teams that are not successful that is what i'm really surprised about and some of the decision making process that teams are making so you brought up chase claypool that's a big deal to me um because here, here's things chase claypool is being shopped uh for a wet bag of paper after spending essentially the last pick of the first round or the two oh one, however you want to look at it in last year's draft to get him. Woof. You you didn't know what you were getting, and then you didn't utilize them, and your team sucks, and some of the you know players on your team are unhappy with the way things are. Okay, yeah. great. All right. On the flip side, did you hear that the Panthers are now shopping to try and find a wide receiver one because they want to go all in on Bryce Young? Didn't you yeah. just trade away DJ Moore? Yeah. To get I, Bryce Young? Yeah. It's, like, so, <laughs> it's like I don't get it.
1: Or 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 what was the other one that I heard today? Um they're starting running back. Um Javante Williams. Uh no, somebody's starting running back. The Canadian the Canadian kid. True, uh, Hubbard. Hubbard is now outperforming the starting running back. Miles Sanders, yeah. Might be the starter next week. You picked up Miles Sanders to be the savior of your backfield, and now (laughs) now you're reverting back to the guy you had. The guy you had.
0: Yep. Uh, Miles Sanders has also gone on record that uh, he doesn't like playing in Carolina because he's tired of being booed at.
1: Wow, really?
0: And it's not just like the Carolina fans booing at him. Like, they're booing at the team.
1: Yeah, they, well, they're not performing the way they were expected.
0: No, no, they're not performing. They're unhappy. The team is unhappy with the performance. But, um, and he's he's taking it, like, personally. Like, this is disrespectful. Like, come on, guys. Like, you can't be booing us.
1: Yeah, but he was spoiled coming out of Philadelphia with having a winning record the last few years. Sure.
0: Uh, right. And, like, recognizing the team's going through a rebuild. Um, when your top receiver is Adam Thielen at this stage of your career, like come on, there's, yeah. there's not a lot of hope or excitement. And I get they want to go shopping and go find themselves a wide receiver one, and there might be one to be found out there, but yeah, still, I I, I get I get the frustration. Did you see the the video clip of Mac Hollins um, talking to uh, or rejecting the high five from Desmond Ritter of the Falcons?
1: I, I didn't see it, but I heard that there was a uh. It's, it's funny uh, kind of a little bit of a blow up on the sideline there
0: yeah so Matt Collins I guess was open a lot in that game didn't see it not in our market and uh he's just tired of like either being overthrown or like you're not putting the ball to me where I can actually like grab it and do a reception so when Desmond Ritter comes over and is like come on guys let's get in this and doing like the high fives Desmond Ritter stands or uh Matt Collins that's when he goes no no you won't
1: yeah, but you're not the top. You're not the number one on that team for wide receivers. Nobody's
0: number one on that team except for Johnny Smith. Yes. Right. It's not Kyle Pitts. It's not Drake London. It's not even Bijan Robinson.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's Johnny Smith. Yeah. So that's a team that's in like in dire need of of a quarterback. And I can see them making moves to be in position to get one. And we thought that at the beginning, like in the offseason, right when we did this divisional breakdowns, so we thought that was a team that was probably going to suck. And they've played a bit better than expected, but they're still. I think they're a crap team. It's like all those people out there who thought the Bears were going to be good and actually contend for the division title. So hey, we're like, This is garbage team.
1: I thought they would be the number two in the division. I did. I was really? on that. Oh, I was on that because I didn't think the Packers were going to do what they're doing.
0: I, well, I thought, the, Packer, I thought the Packers would be like, like middle of the road, right? Like they're going to be fighting for five hundred. Um, I didn't think the uh, the Vikings would be as crappy as they are. The, yeah, that's the one
1: I did think was going in a in the wrong direction. Wow. Well,
0: yeah, the all the good things that happened to him last year, like well, I guess the the payment has come due because they're not happening to you now.
1: Yeah, shouldn't have got rid of Adam Thielen.
0: <laughs> you should not have got <laughs> rid of Dalvin Cook either, but you that's did. You, you made you made decisions, and now you're having to live with them. All right. Um, well, you know what? We got a shout-out to do. Uh, week four has now passed in the Guillotine League, and this week's shout-out goes out to Josh Hughes, 58. He's an unknown contestant in the annual Borman Guillotine League. He finds himself axed. Bear with me as I find my, my chopping sound. Uh, he only had 69 points, which ain't going to cut it in this league. Like, you need to be in the 120-plus just to survive. And he, had, he put up 69, so his team let him down. Uh, but hey, we thank hey, you for hey, your hey, on...
1: points. Isn't so bad. That's what I had, in poor man, this week.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll, <laughs> go, we'll, go, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Um But we thank you for your donation of the players to the waiver wires, and for that we give you a shout out. Yeah, he had like Patrick Mahomes. Like he had some good players on his team, but um, the players he had didn't didn't quite perform. No, no. So. Uh, which reminds me, I need to submit all of my Fab bids for those players uh, before I go to bed tonight. Otherwise, I'll miss out tomorrow.
1: Yes. yes. So unless and you're this is back when back, back, you, 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 you might need a, might you might a player, player.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: it's now uh, the start of bye weeks, and the what's interesting about this guillotine league is you have a short bench. So if you're holding guys on bye, you have limited options to start. And if you have guys on injury and on by, like I have, I've got four guys, two guys on injury, two guys on by, I have a five player bench. Okay. So I, I really don't have a lot of choice. I'm, I might have to drop like T Higgins, for example.
1: Hope they I might have to drop T
0: Higgins to go pick somebody up that I could start to survive the week. And then I'm out T Higgins. I'm, Cause I know darn well, someone else is going to put some money to get T Higgins on their bench.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, if but you, I mean, if you if you drop T. Higgins and got, and got somebody some, equivalent uh, to that level of talent,
0: okay, uh, let me just go through this real quick because I'm going to tell you that the talent is not there. So here here are the players that are currently available at the wide receiver position. Devonta Smith, not a bad choice.
1: Not a bad choice. No.
0: Okay. Right. I, I fully expect to be outbid on this. So I've kind of already like gone and spent 800 of my 2000 fab. Okay. I'm expecting some of the guys that have hung on to this long, they're probably going to be dropping some money. So I'm probably not going to get him. Of the leftovers, I am looking at Michael Thomas, Jordan Addison, Braxton Berrios, because he gets kick return yards. Yeah. So he gets points there. Tank Dell, who's like he could be He's super high or, yeah. uh, or or like get low. Um, Joshua Downs for the Colts, um, and then a bunch of no name guys. Like, there's there's not like I could maybe go get like uh, Justin Watson.
1: So this guy that, that his team gets blown up. Who did he have? Because that those are going to hit the wire.
0: Uh yeah. Well, those are the guys. I just I just oh. I just read them off to you. I just, those, those are the best players that are on the wire right now. The guys I just read. Uh, he also had Darren Waller, Johnu Smith um, and Ty Conklin, or he had, sorry, he had Dustin Schultz. That was his other tight end. Um, and then running backs, he had Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Zeke. What else did he have? Yeah. There's again, not a lot on the, on there. And then his quarterbacks were Patrick Mahomes, and Daniel Jones and Derek Carr. So, uh, he couldn't play Derek Carr. He played Daniel Jones because he was worried about. I'm assuming he was worried about the car injury, so he didn't play yeah. Derek Carr. He played Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones sucked. He yes. played Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes didn't like light it up. He he was okay, but he wasn't like Patrick Mahomes amazing. No. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of torn. um but I've, I've got some bids. I'm going to try and be frugal with my money and stay relevant and see if I can survive. Because um, I have Baker Mayfield on a buy. I have Kenneth Walker on a buy. And uh, I have to put Zach Wilson in at my, at my super flex spot. So That's- I am hoping... Fingers
1: crossed, really bad, but
0: <laughs> it's not the best either. He is going against Denver, right? So, if I'm looking for a soft and squishy defense, that could be it because you know, Zach Wilson did 22 points last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, really I'm the only thing
1: that the, the Jets did,
0: yeah. So, uh, there's, there's something that could happen here against the Denver Broncos, which are a super cream puff defense right now, yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping to survive this week and see if we uh, if If the buys get me or
1: not. There you go. Yeah.
0: Well, if uh, speaking of shout-outs, if you would like to get a shout-out, or if you'd like to give a shout-out, all you gotta do is contact us. Uh, reach out to us at poormanfootball at gmail.com and say who you want, what you want to say, and we'll shout it out for you. Send it up to your friends, your family, your worst enemy. Doesn't matter. We'll we'll give them a shout out. (laughs) Now let's talk about some injury news. I've fallen. And I can get up. Because every week there's always somebody new who's getting hurt. So this week we've got Pat Fryermoth, who's probably going to be out two to three weeks. I'm not even sure what he's injured with, but like that's that's a that's a good tight end that we're going to miss. Justin Herbert fractured his finger. Did you did you see any of the clips of that? Apparently, uh, it's in his non-throwing hand, but his finger went all like weird and sideways.
1: Oh wow, nice.
0: Yeah. So then they, I'm assuming they gave him a shot of something, taped it up. Put the little splint on it and back in the game he went. So good for him. Uh, Javante Williams is dealing. Uh, Javante Williams is dealing with a hip injury. He's going to be out uh, a couple weeks. To Higgins, we mentioned about he's got a fractured rib. Uh, there's also a couple other injuries that occurred, but it's just like, man, I don't want to beat this dead horse. No. We wish you a speedy recovery. Now, Jonathan Taylor did return to the to the practice today for yes. the Colts. They've activated him and put the open the 21 day window. So there's the opportunity of him coming back. Not sure how it's going to go, but he appeared at practice. That's got to be a good sign.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: not sure how things are going to play out or what uh, how things are going to go. But, um,
1: well, maybe, maybe he has seen the, the writing on the wall and, uh, and he's
0: gonna come and play for a contract. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's one of those things where, you know, put up or shut up, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. I mean, you look at you look at McCaffrey, right? Yes, he's getting paid, but he is showing up. Uh, right? Yeah,
0: he is. He's playing. Uh, he's getting paid, but he's getting paid what? he produces too, right? So you know what you're going to get out of him. Exactly. As much as we know what we're going to get out of Jonathan Taylor, uh, teams aren't willing to pay for it right now. So, Jonathan Taylor, you come out in the field, you play, and I'm sure there's another team out there that will come and get you in the offseason.
1: Or even before the end of the season, they may try to do a trade for you to to try and get you in at the lower rate, right? Depends on what the 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 team wants for for the uh, for the trade value, right? So, I think it's positive for that team. They need uh, they need a, another spark.
0: They do. Um, actually, you know what? We'll talk a little bit about uh, them in a little bit later on in the show. But right now, we're going to get over to the league talk. We're going to do the sleeper report, sleeper report, sleeper report, and we're going to talk about the best manager of the week. And that's the guy who set his best and strongest lineup. Who was the most accurate? And that happened to be our friend Bryce at 90%. So he put almost 90%, almost 100% accurate on his uh, on his lineup this week. So congratulations there, Bryce. The worst manager this week happens to be Josh, a.k.a. the multi-beast, at 73%, which still isn't that bad of a number. Right, He did leave a lot of points on his bench, but... That's still not too bad. And I don't have a sound fact for that one just yet. I haven't programmed a little switchboard. NARROWEST VICTORY is not that narrow of a victory. Churvin beat Slick this week uh, by 25.74 points. Churvin got 132. Slick's 104. So it kind of tells you how lopsided this week's matchups were. Uh, The highest scorer of the week... Was, uh, was our friend one 2 tree who was last week 0-3, thinking about selling uh, off, right? Held off for a week, and then comes back as the highest point getter on the week. Congratulations. Uh, 141.84 points. So, well done. and That was mostly on the back of uh, uh, Montgomery Williams. David Montgomery. There we go. That's the name I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, David Montgomery's three-touchdown performance.
1: Yeah, that was an easy one to forget because he hasn't done anything this year.
0: Well, I was injured for a little bit. I wasn't expecting him to get that much work. But hey, look, you got it done. Now for the poor man of the week, lowest score in our league goes to none other than Andrew with 90.52. That's got to be the highest poor man of the week score we've had like so. ever. And for that, you get the sploosh. Gurgle, 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 gurgle you know what i'm actually i'm gonna fact check that real quick just bear with me i'm gonna go see what last year's stats were
1: you know what i and i'll own it because my team just did not show up this week okay Um, okay multiple players who should have done better
0: uh so last year the highest poor man was 88.66 that was me. There you go. In week 7, 88.6. Oh man. Um oddly enough, Josh last week took the title of poor man with 89.14 and you oh, just just stepped across amazing. that with 90.
1: <laughs> so take that title, man. Take that title. Uh you know what? That wasn't my most embarrassing um week. Uh, which one was it here? Let me just find it. Uh, yes, here it is. Here in the no fun league, oh, okay, I scored 68.58 versus Donnie's 193.04. <laughs> he beat me by 130. Oh, wow. Points. <laughs> He beat me by wow, points.
0: That's incredible. Congratulations, Donnie. One. Um and I love how you you went and spent your like epic point week on andrew 69. 68 whatever it was. Like that's yeah. Oh, good man, spend Good spent. Enjoy,
1: Enjoy, Enjoy that one, yeah Enjoy that one. That's good. Okay.
0: Um Let's talk about trades. There are none, but trade talks are happening. Uh, our friend Juan last week, who thought he was going to be selling his team, put some players on the trade block saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe I'm going to blow this thing up. Here we go. No trades transpired. I'm sure conversations happened this week. However, just tonight, actually Josh put up several players. I'm going to, I'm going to those off and then share with the comment. He put up Alvin Kamara, Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson, and george kittle and he said not a full sell-off but looking for relevant youth and real draft picks yes Yes. relevant youth or real draft picks so i'm by real i'm going to assume he means higher like first and second now to me russell wilson is a non-touch um i'm good at tight end. So to me, I have zero interest in George Kittle.
1: You have Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, yeah, yeah.
0: so I mean you probably have even less interest yeah. than George yeah. Kittle. Because I've got TJ Hawkinson and I've got Sam Laporta. So I'm very comfortable. Plus, I have like 18 other tight ends on my roster. So one of them might decide to like do something. But I am interested in Cortland Sutton because I am I don't have a lot of depth at wide receiver. So I've reached out to to Josh. I flagged some some other players and say hey man let's try and make a deal these are the guys i'd like to like to get my hands on uh and then alvin Kamara, i'm torn
1: like yeah, yeah
0: if i was a running back needy team i i think i could be really interested in alvin Kamara. but i'm not a running back needy team i have christian mccaffrey jameer gibbs james connor as my primary starters um alvin Kamara would be nice but not a must have how comfortable would you be as an Alvin Kamara owner and trying to compete?
1: That's a tough one. A tough one. And it would really it would depend on what he's asking for. Him. Like I don't know if Camara's a first rounder. Anymore. Not
0: anymore. Yeah. I, I would I agree. I wouldn't I wouldn't send a first for him.
1: I think he'd be like a middle second.
0: Do you think like a second plus like somebody? Yeah, right. For, like for, I think like that's kind of where he team, is.
1: For my team, like maybe my second and you know, like I I would even give up like uh Pickett.
0: Like can he pick it?
1: Like Kenny yeah, from I don't think ready.
0: I don't think he's looking for quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean he's trying to dump a couple <laughs> trying to dump <laughs> one, so maybe he might be trying to replace maybe. one of his quarterbacks, but you know, Given getting
0: some youth right, that does meet the yeah. category or the yeah. criteria.
1: Or, or even you know, like I've got, I've also got CJ Stroud. Um,
0: uh, you don't want to get rid of CJ Stroud, do you?
1: Not really. Not really. Um, what else do I have here?
0: Because like he's 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 still a young quarterback. If you want to get rid of CJ yeah. Stroud, let's make a deal right now. Because I'll take CJ Stroud off your hands. I don't have CJ Stroud anywhere. I, I totally played into the Ohio State bias. Yeah, that the Ohio State quarterbacks can't perform, and I've like granted he's had a couple of good games so far this season, but let's let's see if he he's the one to break it.
1: I don't think. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the that's the thing with with him is I I worry that he could be their future once he gets acclimated. Yeah. Um. You no. Know, Desmond Ritter's no-go. Marvin Jones, no-go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might might reach out to him and and offer him something, but I'll have to stay off the air with that.
0: Okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I just, I like the history that Alvin Kamara has, but he's 28 going on 29. He's just coming, he's just coming back from a suspension. He performed admirably, but he had 14 targets. And only put up 14 points.
1: So. But he got 13 receptions. That's the thing. He didn't get a touchdown. That's that's the, that's the where it fell short for him. Is he didn't see pay dirt. But 30, he, he, 33 he yards. has
0: 13 receptions for two yards of reception. It, true. So true. he didn't break a single run. So he essentially no. caught the ball and was tackled. Yeah. So, like, to me, there's cause for concern. Um, oddly enough, I happen to own the other two New Orleans running backs, Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller. Yes.
1: So, um, but yeah. Do you think it was just a slow week because of his first week back, or
0: maybe? Think maybe, maybe Tampa's trend defense trend. was strong. Um, I I I think the Saints still have a good shot of winning this division.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: I think it's going to come down to the the Saints and uh, oddly enough, the Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield leading the charge.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I'd like to. I I'm I'd, really uh, interested to see how they do against New England this weekend. Um, I they're not from some of the shows that I was watching earlier today there no one's really high on New England this year everybody's kind of jumped off that bandwagon yeah like the, the, the you know kind of how they do the hey sit him or, or uh, play him or sit him like Rashawn Stevens whatever their running back is was a sit over Elliot so It'd be interesting to see how they do like if, if New England or if uh Norland Saints can can beat up on New England I might be on that bandwagon. But you're right. It's gonna be a dogfight between them and Tampa Bay, I think the rest of the year. I think Baker Mayfield has found his spot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think he did. Like he's he he's playing well. Yeah. And he's and, playing confidently. Uh...
1: Like he did yeah. with his first year, his first year and a half with Cleveland, until they took the ball away from him, just started giving it to the running backs. Yep. He played well. Is he gonna be oh. a, a top five quarterback? No. But top ten and a good maybe, game, maybe. Game manager.
0: I think more game manager here. Okay. Well, uh, those are the guys that are currently put on the trade block. Kind of interested. We'll we'll see if something manifest for you guys uh, next week that we can share. But there was some waiver wire activity. Here's who went down or came off the waiver. Bryce paid up eleven fab to go get himself some Johnny Smith action. Uh, not a bad choice because now Johnny Smith seems to be the number one target out there in Atlanta. Um, I grabbed myself Devin Tompkins of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I thought it was going to be Trey Palmer as like the the rookie go to guy that's rising up. Apparently it's this kid, so I've gone out and bought him in most leagues that I'm in. Uh, Marvin must be getting scared because he picked up Joshua Dobbs for a buck, and uh, Josh is also playing smart football here because he went and picked up Kyle Phillips, who's designated to come back from uh, IR. That's the wide receiver, young young skinny kid out there and uh, playing for Tennessee. Yes. So if Traylon Burks continues to remain out, they might need some new targets. So this kid might might be able to, uh, to rise up. And then uh, Marvin, again, picked up uh, Braxton Berrios, wide receiver and kick returner, punt returner, for the Miami Dolphins. I'm not sure that's going to uh, pay off for you.
1: Yeah. It could be just to pick up a guy for uh, bye weeks just just to like fill the
0: roster like he did drop craig reynolds which is a now a nobody in uh detroit so
1: yeah yeah um and then there's the doesn't the uh, receiver for detroit that was suspended come back this week? yeah actually that's big
0: news jameson
1: williams has now been pulled he's been
0: granted a early release so to speak instead of a six game suspension it was a five game suspension Oh, four-game suspension, and he's actually now coming back to potentially play this week yeah. five, uh, which is really exciting because uh, they have a really plus-up matchup against the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Uh, great way to get him eased back in and see, see if he can accept some targets. He will not be on a pitch count. Um,
1: Do you think but that, I'm excited to see that he chops into, and I would hate to see it happen, uh, it starts to chop into Amon St. Brown's numbers?
0: Um, I don't think so. I think the, uh, the way they're going to play it out is Amon St. Brown is going to play the uh, possession, like the Golden Tate role of old, where he's going to be the possession guy. He's going to get all the targets. Okay. Jamison Williams is going to get that like the Josh, currently the Josh Reynolds, formerly Marvin Jones role of, hey, I'm streaking down the sidelines because you guys are putting double coverage on Amon St. Brown and watching for David Montgomery out of the backfield. I'm going to go deep. And I think what they'll do is they'll, they'll alternate Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams for those deep routes. okay Because you're going to get tired if you're running 20, 30 yards every play. True. So they'll alternate those guys in and out, even Khalif Raymond and see if they can they can time it so they can actually get a shot off to one of those guys.
1: Sure. You know what? It and it um it, it sounds uh promising for them. It's just mm-hmm. another wrinkle for that team that they've already got a solid offense and just one more weapon that opens up the field for them.
0: If anything it helps it helps Jared Goff.
1: Yes. I don't another think
0: it option. hurts. I'm on St. Brown. I don't think it hurts David Montgomery. It might hurt Jameer Gibbs, which kind of sucks for me as the Jameer Gibbs owner, but I don't think it's going to hurt
1: <clears throat>
0: the fantasy value of uh, Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, because there wasn't much there because those guys were too inconsistent. You couldn't rely on them. Yeah. And I would Correct. put Jameson Williams back into that same category until you can consistently show me. I'm not putting him in my lineup.
1: Sure. Give him a week or two to, fig- to, yeah. to figure out his role. <clears throat>
0: There's other guys I will play ahead of Jamison Williams until he can show. Fair All enough. right. Uh, that's it for this week's news and notes about the league. Now let's get over to the money side of our game. Our weekly bet. And every week I say I need to shorten that sound clip and I forget to do so every <laughs> single week. All right. Um, you know what? I jumped ahead. I I
1: hit well, a we button. Can do it, we could do it in reverse. That's no, no,
0: no. We're going to go back in time. There we go. That was me rewinding time. Uh, we actually do need to do our matchup results. So here are the week four matchups. Uh, matchup number one was me and Gabriel. I won uh mike andrew donnie marvin they all picked me gabriel picked himself don't can't blame him but you didn't get it right uh slick and chervin we all picked slick but chervin came out on top so we all got that one wrong donnie versus marvin we all picked marvin including donnie marvin came out on top so we all get a point for that andrew and bryce this is where we were the most split uh Bryce came out on top. I got that one right. Donnie got that one right, and Gabriel got that one right. But unfortunately, Marvin and Andrew, you guys, you guys didn't.
1: Yeah. See, so you, uh, you lost. You didn't get a point. Again, I was the favorite going in.
0: You were. Now this is where you guys make the point up, though. Yes. Because Josh versus Juan, Juan came out on top. That was just you and Donnie that got that correct. I did not Marvin did not Gabriel did not So the week's finishes uh, Donnie's the big winner he went Four and one you and I Andrew went Three and two and Marvin And Gabriel went two and three So the overall standings uh, You share the lead right now With Marvin at 13 and seven I'm at 11 and eight Uh, Donnie's at 11 and four Uh, He's actually doing really well But he missed a week uh, Josh is still sitting out there at five and five, waiting for him to come back uh and then Gabriel's sitting at ten and five, so he was off to a hot start, getting a little colder now we get into the early part of the season.
1: You're gonna have to go back and redo your math on some of these. How do you figure well the the weekly total should be at twenty or the not the weekly total the the annual or the the yearly total, yeah. So you're you're at nineteen. Yeah. Um, I'm at twenty. Donnie's at fifteen, so he missed a week. Yeah. So you're you're out um, in your score, 15. you're out by a game somewhere.
0: Okay. Well, I will you're give my I'm you're gonna, gonna you're go eleven and nine.
1: Read. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll go eleven and nine. I'll take the loss for screwing up my math. <laughs> yeah. I have a master tracker elsewhere that I'm pulling data from. So obviously I got something wrong in my equation. So I'll go have a look at that at another time. But right now we need to make our matchup predictions. Now, unfortunately uh, the league has been sleepy this week and they have not sent me. So Josh, Marvin and Gabriel did not submit their picks in time, but Donnie did. So let's get into it real quick. We are facing off uh, matchup. Number one, Mike versus slick. I'm liking my chances. But I realized that's not everyone is going to agree. So let's go this out there real quick. I'm still rocking Jared Goff. I'm liking the Carolina matchup. I got Christian McCaffrey. I'm still got Gibbs as my as my running back, too. A.J. Brown, who's putting up points. Michael Pittman, which is hit and miss for points. T.J. Hawkinson. James Connor. I got back in my lineup because he's going against Cincy, and I think he's going to run all over them. I do have Tank Dell in as one of my flex plays. He's, again, hit or miss. It's Feast or Famine, and I got Marquise Brown. I am short on options this week due to bye weeks. I did lose Mike Williams uh, to, uh, to the IR, and I'm just not liking my, uh, my tight ends, one of my plethora of tight ends to fill in. So I'm taking the guys with the most, I think, upside this week. What I'm facing? Lamar Jackson, Raheem Mostart. So I think I'm hoping Raheem Mostert is replaced by Devon A. Chan this week. Uh, Travis Etienne, who I like. CD Lamb, I like. Chris Olave, I like. Uh, Dallas Goddard, who just for some reason isn't, isn't getting the work out there for Philly. Oh, Terry McLaurin, who's doing wonderful, even with the busted up toe. Uh, Najee Harris, who is somehow getting supplanted by Jalen. Uh, what is his name? Jalen Warren.
1: Stuff like that, yeah.
0: And then Kyron Williams, who I think is going to get beat up a little bit by Philly, but is still a good play. So he's projected to, to win this, or I'm projected to win this, 54 to 46, but I do like his options. What has he got on the bench? Um, well, he does have Jalen Warren um, on his bench. He could swap out for Najee. Keenan Allen, thank heaven, is on a bye. He's got Michael Thomas. He's got Marvin Mims against New Jersey. That could be a play.
1: Against New Jersey.
0: The Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. the 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 New, the New York Jets, not New New Jersey Jets. I just I just when I see it, I just think New Jersey. Sorry. NYJ. Okay, so yeah, so I, I like. It. I'm going to myself. I have to. Close matchup though.
1: Yes, and he just, to me, he just he doesn't have enough on his bench. To make up the the little bit of a gap, um, so I I had you as well. Really awesome. Okay, well, appreciate that.
0: Uh, Donnie went slick. Well, yep.
1: I, and I, I, here's your here's your shot at first place. Because yeah. this is
0: it. Yeah, this is the first place matchup. Uh, winner winner gets the uh, the sole title. Uh, in theory, right? Because there's two other teams that are also three and one, and yeah. depending how their point finishes, they could. Yeah. So, but you know what? You're right, it is the first place title shot right here. And the next, the other one's just the first place contender. There you go. Uh, next up, we've got Churvin versus Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel's on a four game losing streak, so I'm gonna just go out of the gate and say Churvin. Yeah, well, let's see. Is Churvin suffering from anything? He's got Tua, he's got Madison, yuck uh pollard oh, that's good gabe davis is a starting receiver dj moore is a starting receiver Ooh, kyle pitts is your tight end brandon iuka that's good christian kirk nico collins man i'd love to get some nico collins in this league but he won't budge like he knows nico collins is good or something
1: uh
0: does he have options yeah he's got um, um, um
1: not really <laughs> but he's also a 22 point favorite
0: well, that's because uh, our friend over here, Gabriel, does not have his full lineup set.
1: No, but he, he also doesn't have 22 points on his bench. To Gabriel is you know going to suffer from the buy and injury bug this week. Um, okay,
0: bear with me for a second. Bear with me for a second. Here's who Gabriel has. He's got Matt Stafford, DeAndre Swift, and Damian Pierce. Okay, He's got Jamar Chase, Romeo Dobbs. Mm-hmm. I like Romeo Dobbs and where things are going for him uh, over there in Packerland. He's got Evan Ingram. I'll take Evan Ingram all day long over Kyle Pitts. Mike Wilson, who for some reason is getting some good targets. And he needs two more flex options. Does he have any flex options? Uh, any fl- Oh,
1: any flex options? He's got no, he doesn't of- have more. Mark- He's got about 12 M- points on his bench. Paris Campbell? Oh, man. That's that's why I said oh, his whole
0: like his whole bench is on uh, oh Quentin boy. Johnson uh, Jackson Smith Najigba well he could play maybe Rashad Bateman Westbrook and Kene Paris Campbell maybe like you're now you're just trying to scrape the barrel to try and get some points I was almost going to pick Gabriel because I think his team has higher upside and could perform the upset if he had some viable options so in this case if I was if I was Gabriel. I'd probably throw in, and this is totally chasing points. Uh, Westbrook and Keane got a touchdown last week. Got six targets, so maybe I'd go there, right against Indiana, Indianapolis, go against the Colts. So maybe I'd pick him and Paris Campbell. Oh, MVS maybe. MVS.
1: Is he MBS getting targets? Not my, really. Would be my other. Pick but oh it's
0: so tough Man
1: but like I said I don't Think he's got 22 points uh,
0: Projected so you're Really going to take a gamble on somebody Like trying to hit yeah like Maybe Logan Thomas against Chicago
1: Like I, I don't know. Big. Oh man
0: But uh to me this this isn't That far of a matchup uh, Because of the the bye weeks and injuries That Churvin is also facing So I'm going Churvin Donnie's going Chirvin. I'm assuming you're going Chirvin. Yes, sir. But Gabriel, when you hear this, man, I was actually like, I like the bulk of your team minus those two empty flex spots. And I understand your struggle of who you're going to put in there. But that's not a bad lineup. Especially this week in the matchups they have.
1: Mine strictly Mine's just good. because he bet against me two weeks ago. Oh, did
0: you just hold <laughs> that garage, right? Okay. This whole time, just hanging on to it. All right, matchup number three. We got Marvin versus uh, Juan. Uh, this one says it's going to go down to uh, Marvin for 63%. And let's see why. All right. Uh, Marvin, he's got Kirk Cousins, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Stephon Diggs, Amon St. Brown, Darren Waller, yuck. Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, and Garrett Wilson. Okay, so here's some, um, before Marvin hears this, Garrett Wilson, yuck. Uh, Darren Waller, yuck. Ramondre Stevenson yuck three players that i don't think even earn half of the points they're projected to earn
1: wow. wow okay
0: yeah okay lots of options on his bench too by the way he's not or maybe i'm wrong he's got dk mack on on by oh say i know he really is he's playing the best he possibly can play because he's got nothing yeah he's got yeah. like no depth
1: but again, but he's, he's a 23-point 20, 23 23. Point favorite right
0: now. Favorite, Okay, so let's have a look on the other side. We got Josh. He's got oh. Jalen Hurts. I like it. Derek Henry gets in. I like it. Miles Sanders, not so much. He's probably going to get roasted. Jalen Waddell. Tutu Atwell, that's a big swing. Mark Andrews, a lot more reliable. David Montgomery. Adam Thielen, who I respect. And Jacoby Myers. Okay, so medium, middle of the pack. Not a lot of high floor guys. Tutu Atwell is really kind of his... His big shot in the
1: dark. And that is that's it. That's that's a wrap. Yeah. Um oh, I just man. he just I, doesn't have it. I don't think he has enough to to make a comeback on it, unfortunately, in my Yeah, because
0: I think I think uh, Miles Sanders and Ramondre Stevenson kind of wipe each other out, and I think Derrick Henry will feast. Uh but Kirk maybe. Cousins maybe, maybe. Kurt- no, I think Derrick Henry will feast this week. Uh Kirk Cousins. Um, is going against Kansas City. So that means he's probably going to air that ball out for 400 yards and four touchdowns. So Justin Jefferson is probably going to have a day. I don't see that one happening. You don't think so? You think Kansas City's going to stuff? Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, Kansas City's going to lose. I think they're still going to win.
1: I think they're, they're at a point right now where yep. the team... The team has to make a statement. Yep. This whole Taylor Swift... <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. Um,
1: this whole Taylor Swift uh, distraction yep. is got to come to an end. The team has to come together, make a stand, and this is about our football team, not about Travis yeah. Kelsey's girlfriend. They're, when they're showing her more than they're showing the plays on the field, that's a problem.
0: That is a problem. Is that happening?
1: It's getting pretty close. Ooh. Every every three or four My plays, pool. every three or four plays, they're showing her on the screen. And quite frankly, and, and here's the thing, work. here's the thing, they were talking about it on the radio, you know, it, when they were in New York there, Deadpool and Wolverine were there.
0: Yes, they were. Ryan Reynolds and...
1: Hugh, and Jackman Hugh Jackson he became single. Um, and they didn't get any camera love. They were probably, no. probably they were basically said, get out of the way. We want Taylor Swift.
0: Well, they were there with Taylor.
1: Yeah, but they were probably told to get out of the way because we want the shot of Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, maybe. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife, Blake Lively,
1: yes.
0: is uh, good friends with Taylor. Yes. That's, that's, so they were invited. There was another celebrity there that I don't know. Yeah, My I wife could, was I, supposed to tell me about it, so.
1: Yeah, there was somebody and else I was like, oh, was there to there. But it's it's I think that the team is gonna have to and it's gotta either come this week or next week, where the team needs to light somebody up to, to get the focus back on this is our team. We're the defending champs. We are going focus to go back us, not on
0: the celebrity in the stands.
1: Yes, we are about to go kick <laughs> everybody's butt and, and defend our title. So unfortunately. I think it's it's uh, uh I I hope I'm hoping it's this week and the Vikings are the ones that are going to be the whipping boys. So I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to Okay.
0: Well, I'm I hope you're right cuz screw those Vikings. <laughs> All right. Well, uh I'm going Marvin. Donnie went Marvin. Who are you going?
1: I I, I got Marvin as well. Yeah. Okay
0: one i do think you have a chance for an upset here because you have a couple guys in there that could really go off
1: i would like uh, it to happen. It,
0: it's the stability of marvin it's like it's hard hard not to uh yeah. like a guy who's got that much crazy good wide receiver depth um all right matchup number four this is you andrew versus josh josh is on a bit of a slide he is looking to possibly sell uh you are projected to win 66 percent probability so that's pretty good. You're rocking Mahomes, Mixon, Pacheco. he had a great week. Tyreek Hill, always a play. Michael Gallup is an interesting choice as your second wide receiver here. Uh, Travis Kelsey, always Zach Moss. Zach Moss might might uh, do a 50 50 split with Jonathan Taylor. I don't I, think he gets rubbed out in week one, but I think you got one more week with Zach Moss. Yeah. Uh, you got Wandell Robinson for the New York Giants. I'm not sure if you know this, but um, Daniel Jones is having troubles throwing the football. Uh,
1: that was pretty evident and, and yep. trying to and and staying on his feet with the double <laughs> yeah. digit sacks yes uh you got christian watson in like that because i think
0: that the jordan love connection is going to to really they're gonna light up their opponent this weekend, it's, it's the raiders yeah so the, uh do you have options here um elliot i think elliot's getting more work now than Ramondre stevenson
1: well and that was that was the thing that i was talking about earlier right mm-hmm The guys on the NFL network are saying sit Stevenson because Elliot might get the.
0: Okay. So that would be my, my only thing. If you wanted to take out Wandell Robinson, I put in, uh, I'd put in Zeke.
1: And that might happen. I haven't decided yet, but that's not going to make a big swing. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, On the other side, Josh is running Russell Wilson against the New York jets, Alvin Kamara, Brian Robinson, Cortland Sutton, T Higgins. Um, I don't think T Higgins plays. So I think he's out. Uh, You've got, he's got George Kittle. I think. Good. Zay flowers. Great. Khalil Herbert. Good. Drake London. Good. If somehow Desmond Ritter learned how to throw a football to his receivers, Uh, does he have uh,
1: an up and down player? So,
0: yeah, well, again, he's out there, he's performing, but it's his quarterback play. And unfortunately he doesn't have a lot of options to, to really change things up. So, um, I'm going you this week. I like what you got going on.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm me.
0: Uh, Donnie also went you. You're going yourself. So again, uh, we might need to really figure out this last one here uh, to kind of split things up because we're we're <laughs> we're picking picking favorites. Uh, all right, last matchup. Juan's little sweeper, aka Donnie, is going up against Bryce. Bryce is currently ranked number four on our league chart. So let's see how this is going to play out.
1: This, uh, this, this, he's got, I,
0: Donnie, what are you doing? Why are you starting? Oh, you might want to call Donnie and see if you can get a trade done. Looks like he needs a quarterback because Justin Herbert's on the bye and he's starting Daniel Jones. <laughs> okay, Donnie. I understand why you picked Bryce to win this week purely because you're face you're starting Daniel Jones. That's not a good that's not a good look, dude. Okay, he's gonna
1: have uh he's, have- gonna, have, uh, he's gonna have more sacks and he's gonna have points. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he's got Brees Hall starting against Denver. I think this is the week Brees Hall feasts against that rough uh, Denver defense. He's got Bijan Robinson against Houston. I think Bijan Robinson feasts. Yeah. He's playing Jahan Dotson, who is just not being used right now. He's got Puka Nakua, who I think will be used. Pat Fyremuth, Hey, uh, Firemouth is out, Donnie. You, uh, you need to go find yourself another tight end. He's got Josh Reynolds, who I think isn't going to see a lot of work because of Jamison Williams coming back in, so that's a high-risk play. Samaji Perine, who I think has been supplanted by that rookie named Jamal McLaughlin. I think it was his name, Jamal uh, uh, McLaughlin. And then Jerry Judy. Does he have options? No, he lost Javante Williams. So he doesn't have that play. He, Rashad White's on by. Jonathan Mingo, maybe. Not really. I wouldn't trust that. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne guess. has been a too
1: much of a gamble.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's that's Donnie's team. Donnie's currently um not heavily favored. Bryce is heavily favored at 67% because he's got uh Josh Allen, he's got Devon Hane or HN. He's got James Cook, Calvin Ridley, Devonte Smith, he's got Jono smith uh, which is I think a good play in uh tight end. He's got Kadarius Tony that could blow up in your face. Uh Debo Samuel and Aaron Jones. Okay. So he's doing all right, doing all right, doing all right. Does he have options? He's got Jordan Addison. That would be something I would consider. Uh He still has George Pickens available. So yeah, he's got options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still good. Too, he's, he's, his team is. Yeah. So I got to go. Yeah. I think I'm going to go
0: Bryce. You're going Bryce. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Donnie, I think you got some good chances if you somehow were able to get Jahan Dotson out your lineup and get yourself a quarterback. My man over here, Andrew, somehow has more quarterbacks than I do, so you might want to hit him up and see if you can get a deal done. I'd suggest you take one of the young ones. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That takes care of our matchup predictions. Now we're going to get back to the bet, and I'll just do this real quick. Just to remind everybody the section that we're in is the bet now last week's bet i came up with i thought it was a good bet however i didn't i didn't pick good team good players uh, <laughs> i did a fantasy pick six So we just picked uh six players right uh I did six i did a quarterback a running back a wide receiver a tight end and two flex plays my team earned me 73 points andrew's team earned 122 so congratulations wow. andrew You got yourself a wonderful win. So now this now the series is tied at two and two. So now we need to come up with a new bet, and that's on me. So the new bet I've come is going to be another pick six, but it's pick six winners. So it's NFL matchups. There are 15 NFL matchups scheduled this week. 14. And if pardon? 14. 14. Okay. So there's 14 matchups scheduled this week. Somehow I counted 15. Uh, there is a tiebreaker dif- uh, based on differential, right? So if we, if we completely come out at like six wins and six wins, uh, the tiebreaker will be point differential. So pick teams that will score big. Now, how's this going to work? I'm going to pick, then Andrew, and then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Andrew, are you
1: ready? I was born ready. You were born ready. Okay.
0: Well, my first pick of the pick six winners is going to be the Miami Dolphins. Figured. Yeah, it's it's
1: probably going to be the biggest blowout. Um, mm, let's see here. Where are they again? Where are they again? Who are they facing? Uh, who are they facing? Dang nabbit. Who who we talking about here? The Bills. The Bills? The Bills are facing the Jags. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm going the Bills. The That's bills. good. That
0: was my uh, my number two pick. So, excellent choice. Excellent choice. So, you got the Bills. Cross that off my list. So, no Bills for me this week. You got the Bills. Okay. I'm going to go with my number three pick, which happens to be my Detroit Lions. Wow. Yeah, they're nine-point favorites.
1: They were down to my number six.
0: They were down to your number six? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that means your number, I'm assuming a high number is available for you? Yes.
1: Um, I'm going
0: after the Eagles. You want the Eagles? Eagles, I had them at number four, so yeah, that's not bad,
1: pick. Eagles. Because I, I think them versus Rams is going to be a high-scoring game.
0: I could be very high-scoring. Um, I think the Rams are going to just just chuck it. I don't know if the, how the defense is going to hold up, but all right. Well, my my number 5
1: Where did I write number 5? Is
0: that where my I have bad math. Yep, I've got bad math. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick the
1: the Mighty Chefs. Okay. Dang, that but I was hoping you were going to Let them slide, because that was going to take my next one. Yeah, no. My next one is going to be the Packers. Over the Raiders. Yes, Packers are going to feast on the Raiders. Because the Raiders have... You think they're going to feast? The Raiders have given up 101 points this year.
0: Okay. I actually picked the Raiders. As my number twelve on my list,
1: wow. I did. You picked them to beat the. Wow, I did. I picked the Raiders to pick
0: uh, to beat the Packers. Okay, because Jimmy Garoppolo will be back from concussion protocol, and I that's uh, gonna help them.
1: <laughs> I, th- I
0: think he's better than Aiden O'Connell.
1: Yeah, but the rest of the team is wow. still,
0: still garbage. Okay,
1: all right. So yeah, so that I, I
0: thought I thought that was going to be it. Uh, That leaves my my next matchup here, which is, oh, do I reach? Try and get that juicy matchup. I'm still nervous about it. No, I'll wait and see what happens. I'm going to take the Ravens. Ravens over the Steelers.
1: Wow. See, I had them down at number 11 because the Steelers always step up against the Ravens.
0: And and that might very well be the case. Um, but I'm expecting I'm expecting the Ravens to really, really lock this down, the,
1: this division. The, I think the Ravens will win the game, but I think it's gonna be a close mm-hmm. scoring game.
0: Okay. So I might not get a good differential out of it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh okay. my next one is gonna be the commanders.
0: Oh, that was my that was my option. I'm worried though. I think the commanders, it could go it's gonna go one of two ways. Big blow up by the commanders or upset
1: by the bears
0: yeah i don't think it's going to be a tight game i think it, no.
1: i oh. that's the one I'm, I'm hoping is going to be the biggest blowout yeah is the commanders um well here's hoping
0: right here's hoping they they hung tough with uh the eagles so there's a chance that they could just absolutely trounce these bears but i'm not gonna lie to you man i'm actually really nervous about that game because the the uh, the Washington defense is susceptible. True. So, all right. Uh, so let's see. What's left here? Uh, that means my next one up is the 49ers over the Cowboys. That was my number
1: 14. Really? Number 14? Because I don't know if they're going to beat them.
0: I think they're going to beat them. The fact that the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> beat... The, uh, the Cowboys, um, I'm, I'm very confident in the 49ers.
1: Okay. This is going to be my bounce-back team this week. Oh, who's it going to be? The Bungles? No, nope, I'm taking oh, the, Texans the Texans over Texans. the Falcons.
0: Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Because I, I think the Texans will win that. Uh, that was actually my my number 11. Okay, so that means I'm, we're down to the last matchups remaining here. Uh, we've got the Colts versus the Titans, Saints versus Patriots, Cardinals versus Bengals, Broncos versus Jets. Yep, yep. And I'm definitely torn. The, the Vegas odds have these matchups relatively close. Uh, Colts by one, uh, Patriots by one and a half, Bengals by three, and Broncos by two. I think that's really interesting that they selected the Broncos to win
1: this game by two. I have the Broncos done as a winner. a winner. You do? Yes. Yeah. Because the Jets just are going in the wrong direction. Okay, but their defense is, is relatively decent. It is. It is. But they're not, I think, from an offensive perspective. You've got yeah. Brees Hall. You've got a good running game. Why aren't you running the damn ball? They've had the training wheels on him for too long after his injury. Unless okay. they can flip that around and just say, you know what, Brees Hall, go do what you gotta go do. Just our quarterback just sucks. sucks.
0: Well, I, I think I think Brees Hall's gonna feast. I don't know if Garrett Wilson or any of the pass catching options are gonna do anything. Um, but I think the defense with Brees Hall should be able to shut down those those Broncos. But, hey, I could be wrong. Uh, we'll find out. I'm not picking them. Uh, I have them as my my last pick. I did not want to pick that matchup. My second last pick is the Cardinals versus Bengals, and I picked the Cardinals in that matchup. For some strange reason, the Cardinals are playing tough this year for a team that should be fighting for that first overall pick. Um. The Saints and Patriots, I like the Saints in this matchup, but that stupid Patriots defense it's might actually be able Patriots. to exploit. Pardon?
1: I got the Patriots.
0: You got the Patriots. See, I want to pick the Saints, but I'm worried about Derek Carr. Uh, with that shoulder injury, he, did, he wasn't able to get the passes done like he was supposed to. Like, if it was a healthy Derek Carr, I think it would be smashed Saints. And
1: but Saints again, I'm worried. Points. Saints have only put up 62 points this year.
0: Which is really defeating. Yes. Um, and then the Colts at Titans. I think the Titans offense is the one stayed i stayed away from.
1: <laughs> that's
0: great. Like, I, I don't know. And I'm thinking uh, I... that's the game I want to pick here. I'm thinking that's the game I want to pick. I think I want to go Colts. Um, but Ooh. these last four matchups are all, to me, they're, they're all garbage matchups. They yeah. are. Um, um, because I'm not I'm not super confident in any. So I'll do that. I'll go Colts. Uh, it's, a, it's a one-point differential uh, in the Colts' favor. I will pick the Colts. Let's see if the Titans can hang tough.
1: See, I, I your had picture? the I had I had the Titans winning that game. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm Let's be some oh. spicy turn turnout here. See, now I'm torn between taking the Patriots or the Broncos. <laughs> oh like, oh, okay. Who do you want?
0: Mac Jones or Russell Wilson? Oh man. Now they did lose their started running back. Javante Williams is gone. But then it's then again Ramondra Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott are on the other
1: side. side. I did take the Patriots, this is my last one. He's going Patriots. Your stepfather-in-law your, your your will be proud. I'm just hoping that it's gonna be like a run fest. Just let those two boys feast. <laughs> just just let them run. Run for run.
0: Okay, so just a quick recap for the folks at home. I have the Dolphins, Lions, Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers, and Colts winning. Andrew, you've got the Bills, Eagles, Packers, Commanders, Texans, and Patriots winning.
1: So I'm going to go, or you're going to go 2-4. and I'm going (laughs) to go 6-0. and Sweet.
0: (laughs) Well, if that happens, then I'm picking the bet again next week. We'll see how that plays out.
1: I shouldn't get all cocky like that.
0: Yeah, you just knock on wood, man. That's how you balance the karma. (laughs) all right folks well that brings us to the end of the show we thank you very much for joining us uh that's it for us this week Uh, don't forget to like and share leave us a review follow us on facebook twitter tiktok and poor man football all one word and come back next week as we we get ready for week six and we do the week five review and from one poor man to another remember if it's not fun it is not worth doing good night everybody
1: have a great week everybody I'm
0: thinking I should have picked the Cardinals over the Colts. (laughs)